0: Here's the throw.
1: It's coming
2: a 10 and 0 start to the year was the bombers fate as we entered into Texarkana for the second road trip of the year, but it is a 10 and 2 record. That the bombers will inherit as they head back to Travis Field. Thank you for joining us again here on the Back Wall, the Back Wall Podcast. I'm here, Luke Hamilton, with John Bosnick, Gerbez, and Steve McGuire on here today.
3: It's good to be Welcome here. Welcome, Steve. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate it. Look, uh,
2: this team uh, started off really hot. Obviously, a 10 and 0 record to start. Couldn't ask for any more. In fact, that was the record here for this franchise starting off a season 10 and 0. But uh, um, a little bit of a different story as we went on the road again. Uh, Steve, talk a little bit about just uh, how those Louisiana teams uh, were just sort of an easy run uh, for the Bombers, especially on that big home stand.
3: Yeah, I really don't think our schedule did us any favors, um, you know, by, by stacking Louisiana teams. Louisiana teams, they struggled here out of the gate, um, and really we just we beat up on them um, through the first 10 games of the season. We really got into an offensive rhythm against these uh, weaker teams um, and that showed when we, when we came out to Texarkana, Texarkana they had a, a better offense than Louisiana teams. And, you know, we struggled a little bit against Texarkana offenses. So I don't think we did ourselves any favors at all um, stacking Louisiana the way we did. Yeah, I think Victoria and
0: Texarkana were just beating each other up, you know, back and forth, uh, just heavyweight. And, you know, Bombers got to get used to that now because, you know, there's going to be a lot more Texas teams on the schedule.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, what we noticed uh, from the homestand was just uh, sort of growing and getting more comfortable playing at Travis Field for this team, and uh, we got an opportunity to uh, talk to Logan Sartori. Steve, you got an opportunity to talk to him. We'll go ahead and listen into that.
4: All right, I'm here with Logan Sartori. So, Logan, when you crushed that triple to center field, did you see the center fielder lose that ball, or were you thinking three all the way? I knew the ball was going to beat him, but I saw him with his hands, palms up, and I knew it was going
2: to get down. So, my immediate reaction was to get three back. All
4: right, this defense has been absolutely killer uh, through this homestand. How has the defense meshed so well so far?
2: You know, our pitchers are doing a great job of getting uh, a lot of missed contact and hitting us a lot of ground balls. And, you know, I mean, that's our job as infielders, to pick the ball and throw over first
4: base. All right, so you know I'm gonna ask you about this. The state of Louisiana has been been running a very violent campaign on you. You've been hit five times in three games. How, how are you feeling about that? You know, every time I've been hit so far in the past three or four games, it's been with two strikes. And my approach with two strikes is up two and over two. So, uh, and they try to they're trying to bust me inside because they know I'm getting on the plate. So I'll take the base any day of the week. All right, how are you feeling about being undefeated, Logan? It feels awesome. You know, uh, guys are meshing well and.
2: Uh, playing team team game so we like it
4: all right thank you so much yep,
3: thank you. I gotta say I mean I really feel bad for Sartori um, you know he was taking them he was wearing them over and over and over again and you know every time I talked to him after the game he'd say no I'm fine I'm fine you know they were letting me get on base but uh, you know I feel bad for the guy I offered to buy him a, a suit of armor and you know, <laughs> he turned me down So. Well,
2: he definitely had the ice bags ready to go uh, usually.
3: I mean, I was penciling
2: in hit by pitch almost every single at bat, it seemed like during that homestand. Uh, but at the end of the day, Sartori is still in the starting lineup every day and uh, he's shaking the bruises off. But uh, these Texarkana games were a little bit different, obviously, um, coming off of such a good homestand, winning games by uh, 10 or more runs, it seemed like it sometimes. And um, headed into Texarkana, it was really that one inning uh, on the road that really ended it. In fact, uh, it was a five-to-five five game, in the, over the last two games, without that first inning, so um, an interesting way to uh, to view the Texarkana series. One bad inning,
1: in really both games ended uh, the opportunity for the Bombers. Yeah, I really felt like it was a kind of a metaphorical punch in the mouth kind of thing. You, like we've mentioned, beating up on these Louisiana teams, then you come in first inning against another Texas team, you give up eight runs. That's that's a big punch in the mouth. Well, it seemed like uh, at the end
2: of the day. Texarkana is going to be able to compete and again as good as the Bombers have done so far this year they're sitting at the top of the league only one game up on Victoria and that's due to the fact that Victoria was able to survive against the Texarkana team very successfully and on top of that take care of business against a few Louisiana teams but it has been teams like Baton Rouge that have helped the Bombers out by grabbing a couple of wins this year uh, I believe both against Victoria so um, We'll have to see how these standings shake out, but we're entering in a two-game home stand now against Texas Arcana, and
0: we'll see if, if being here at Travis Field changes anything. I'm excited for it. I think the team will be re-energized. You know, these guys aren't, you know... In the college season, you know, we play on weekends and a Tuesday game, and TCL is a completely different, you know, type of schedule. You, you're like, we have eight and 10-game homes or game stands, and that's honestly tiring. You honestly just run out of pitching, and we've seen... Jacob Padilla on the mound, Cole Coker. Just this last right. week, we saw Chase Kemp, Jordan Yates on that first stretch. Uh, it's it's really tough. Um, you gotta got you gotta be tough. You gotta be ready to play. You know, honestly, at any given point, even if you played yesterday, that's just how it is, honestly.
3: And I think our offense struggled a little bit on the road too. Um, you know, we've been tearing up runs at home, uh, absolutely just going off. But but people like Ridge Rogers and Cole Coker, um, Chase Kemp even have been struggling. Um, you know, offensively. Uh, on this this road stand, coming back home, I think they they hit their rhythm a little bit. We we come back. Um, we always play a little bit better at home on offense. Well, we did have some bright spots this week over the past week. Ending that
2: homestand, it was a guy like Henry Bird. Uh, in fact, Henry Bird, our pitcher of the week, a solid outing. Uh, Steve, five innings, four strikeouts, no one runs. So we continue to see this guy give us at least three to five innings of scoreless baseball on a nightly basis, it seems like.
3: Yeah, we're very impressed with Henry Bird. I mean, the man has just been a workhorse for us. He just gets out there, he just pumps out strikes. The man is incredible. Um, A lot of stamina, a lot of focus on the mound, so he's been very good for us.
0: Yeah, Bird, we're not going to miss any more strikeouts. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> <laughs> we are making sure he gets his strikeout per inning
2: ratio uh, on the dot. Uh, Henry Bird, we'll see him most likely on this homestand here uh, at the end of the weekend, possibly. Uh, Reese Easterling being gone uh, until about playoffs. That was one of the bigger uh, notes, uh, notable guys on that pitching staff, and uh, we won't have him. But it's guys like Henry Bird. Can they keep it up throughout the summer? It's going to be the question mark. Can this team... Uh, Stay efficient on the mound and not have to use um, So many pitchers. and it does hurt yourself when you do have a 10 game homestand like John mentioned it was just kind of it caught up to him at the end of the day on the road, so um, I'm interested to see how long the Bombers can hold first place if the pitching is going to be so
3: if, If the staff's gonna be so short well, we've seen a lot of different guys on the mound for us this season so far. Guys you wouldn't expect to see on the mound. I mean, Jordan Yates, Chase Kemp. These guys saw action in the first week. Um, Nick, like you said, Cole Coker, uh, Jacob Padilla here in Texarkana. I mean, they didn't do a terrible job. And Jacob Padilla he threw a strikeout in his in his outing. He, you know, Texarkana wound up winning the game with Padilla on the mound. But I don't blame Padilla for that at all. Um, these guys, these replacement pitchers, have been really impressive. We'll see how those replacement pitchers are used throughout this upcoming
2: homestand. The offense, like we mentioned, a little bit down, but you know what? At the end of the day, extending from last Friday, Chase Kemp, our position player of the week, had himself a solo fly, um, and uh, you know what? He played pretty well. He had a double and a single
0: last night. Um, How do we feel about Chase Kemp coming into this week? He's hit well, he's seen the ball well. He lost his favorite bat, I'm sure. That red (laughs) shiny bat uh, got shattered a little bit, but uh, he's been playing really well. He had that He went yard a couple games ago. He's hit, like, extra base hits, he's slugging well. It's been great to see. We'll see who we see this uh,
2: Friday on fireworks night. We'll see if we get any more fireworks from Chase Kemp. Uh, Last fireworks night, he hit the solo shot to right field. Speaking of the energy coming back to the ballpark, we're trying to get that energy back in the ballpark. We're on a two game. uh, skid right now, but um, a guy that gets the job on the mound but doesn't necessarily
4: have a lot of energy is Dante Woodard. Steve, <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> Dante Woodard. He's a he's a man of few words.
3: Um, you know, you can tell that he is not a communications major at Texas State. Right, oh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, a, a bit of a a bit of a terse
4: guy in this in this interview. All right, Dante, so you threw five strikeouts in two innings today. That's one of the highest concentrations of strikeouts that we've seen for the Bombers this season. How did you prepare for today's game? I don't know, just came and showed up to play. All right, what's it like playing at home at Travis Field this season? It's fun. There's always a great atmosphere. All right, and how do you feel about being undefeated this season? It feels great. All right, Dante, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Back to you guys in the booth.
3: Uh, Woodard, yeah, he had a great two innings for us. Five strikeouts in two innings. A beautiful pitching. Um, much less of a beautiful interview. <laughs> yeah. You
4: know
2: what? I love it, though. Dante, uh, he gets the job done on the mound. Um, you know, we, we could talk about Dante's outing all day. Like you said, one of the better strikeout per inning ratios that we've seen in a while out of a pitcher. And uh, you know what? He just put his head down and said, that's my job. And uh, he understands his role. And He's done his role uh, beautifully this year so far. I'd say those middle guys that have been able to keep us in the game around the fifth through seventh inning, I'd say, have been sort of a big story, especially at home. And um, we'll see, uh, we might see Dante tonight. I mean, we didn't see him on the road um, get uh, any innings, if at all, and
3: uh, he should be ready to go again. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about Bryant Schellenbarger. He approached me last week. Uh, he told me he, he had a kind of a slump to start the season. He wasn't doing so well, but and he approached me and he said, this is not who I am. This is not the kind of player I am. Um, and he turned it around. He really turned it around. He's been absolutely crushing the ball lately. Um, but uh, the field has kind of been crushing him um, in a couple of outings here at Travis Field, the poor guy.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of coming back to Travis Field, I mean, the guy absolutely turned his game around 180. Um, but uh, at the end of the day, we're going to miss Bryant. Uh, he was a uh, he was a great player for this team. The and, turf monster uh, got him. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully we can uh, keep his legacy going here at Travis Field. Take a look.
1: Wow! I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't have. Rest in peace, Brian Schellenbarger. Um, Not only did he have that, he also had another uh, on the 10th. He ran into the right side wall going for a foul ball. Had a little bit of a scare. Took a little while to get back up. You know what?
2: I didn't recognize that there was concrete uh, actually just down there by the line. And so when we asked Schellenbarger, he said he slammed his, his leg into that concrete just below. So, I mean, the man's been beat up. Uh,
3: the past week. I mean, uh, like you mentioned, he's, he's looking like Sartori now, yeah. I'd say. Between Schellenbarger and Sartori, I mean, we should stop wearing jerseys and just just these men <laughs> and, and play mail. <laughs>
1: bubble wrap. Put them in bubble wrap. Uh, That'd be entertaining.
0: That'd be a good theme night. Exact- night? Bubble wrap like, night. <laughs> a little more uh,
2: headfirst slides. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, um, this weekend. Uh, maybe stay a little bit uh, away from the ice bags. Hopefully we have a little bit more uh, pitching control uh, Louisiana pitching staffs they have really struggled uh, throwing uh, the ball in the strike zone and we saw that but Texarkana they didn't have a problem with that and I think it's starting to uh, to show they're up two games though in the season series but uh, we got a night uh, tonight on fireworks night to get things rolling again at Travis field look this seems perfect at home Right now and they're you know they still have that at least that they're perfect at home maybe not perfect on the season still but perfect at home and what do you guys kind of expect out of uh tonight and saturday
0: you know i i like your point uh about the louisiana pitching staffs i think it's been like around five runs that we scored are based on hit by pitches or walks you know you're just not going to get that that's that's honestly a rare thing and i think honestly the bombers are pretty spoiled with that um we've had a pretty Pretty easy going on the base paths, but, you know, now that we're playing these Texas teams, you know, expect more strikes, harder pitches to hit. Uh, Just, you know, we gotta focus more. I think this team is clearly capable. Uh, We've seen it all season so far. I'm really excited for uh, how they adjust. I think Travis Field will be good to them again tonight and tomorrow, and then after that, we go out on the road against Victoria.
3: Yeah, it's just a different atmosphere at Travis Field, honestly. These guys, they feed off the energy in the crowd, they feed off the PA, they feed off you know everything that happens at Travis Field. Um, and you can see it in their offense, you can see it in their defense, um, they absolutely blitz through teams at home, so I'm excited to see how they do.
1: Yeah, I think, and also their second game against Texarkana, they did make it a way closer game. And I think you can build off that momentum and then hopefully coming into home, you cut down a lot of the offense that you gave up uh in the first game against Texarkana. only losing four to three last night um you can build off of that i i expect them to come out strong i expect them to come out swinging uh and hopefully they can get an early lead on this Texarkana team right they got
2: that three nothing lead uh, could not get any more insurance runs and ended up falling in that game in extras 12 innings that uh, that wears on a pitching staff that's already short right now but we will see how they respond um, this weekend so uh, make sure you get your tickets it's another fireworks night uh, you won't want to miss it the first one if you did miss it I do feel sorry for you it was a uh, it was an electric atmosphere especially with the wind I mean that was uh, what a 10-4 win I think on that Friday something like that um, but it should be another impressive night out of this team and uh, we're excited for it again also um, get your kids out here to Travis field what do we got another uh, we've had some camps all summer long uh, with these bombers get your kids around these guys these guys are uh, um, you know potential draft picks here in the upcoming drafts very soon get get your kids around some some good ball players that know uh, know how to Know how to make sure your kids are playing the game the right way to young level I, I've had a lot of fun just watching this guys be able to teach these kids uh,
1: the fundamentals out there at Travis field Yeah, the players love teaching the kids that you can see on the face. They enjoy all of this and uh, Like you said uh, Luke, they have so much knowledge to give a kid at such a young age that they can apply it for the rest of however long they're going to play baseball, but that can really change a kid's you know, career trajectory, getting that knowledge at such a young age.
2: We will see another camp, uh, I believe June 25th to the 27th, so you got some time to sign up for that. Again, you can go to the Bombers website. Uh, to sign your kids up for that one. It, it's fun. I always remember going to a baseball camp at a young age and getting around those guys. I mean, those are heroes to those kids uh, at such a young age, um, even, if, even if the players don't necessarily see themselves like that. So,
3: Also, you can bring your dogs out to Travis Field soon. We're having That's Bark right. in the Park night coming up. So uh, check our website for that information, um, bvbombers.com. Yeah, bring your dogs out to Travis Field. That ought to be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> We saw a, a dog night at Acadiana when we traveled. That was a, a good
2: night. That was actually our uh, opening game of the season uh, in Acadiana. So uh, we've already seen uh, bark in the park once, and it was uh, a good time there. A lot more seating here at Travis Field, a lot more people, so it should be uh, even better here in the Brazos Valley. Um, if anybody else has anything else, that will wrap it up here for the podcast today. Uh, number four in the books, and we will see... Um, where the bombers are at next week thanks for joining us here on the podcast make sure you listen on youtube spotify uh, soundcloud uh, on the website everywhere else uh, thanks for joining us
4: space means peace see you later 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 alligator earth